Hello everyone and welcome to episode 1 of Nearly 90s. I am your host Bryce Cherney and my co-host is also here with me. What's up? Uh, if you don't know uh, us, I guess uh, I'm Bryce Cherney again. I have my own YouTube channel. Uh, I've made fan films for the past 6 years or so. So I've kind of gained a little bit of a following there. But uh this is not really what we're going to be talking about. I just figured I'd give me myself a little bit of an introduction. So, yeah, um, this podcast, we are going to be talking about mainly just pop culture stuff, uh, anything kind of related pop culture news-wise, uh, and any anything, really. We're just kind of here to shoot the shit a little bit as well. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, Jonah, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell uh, a little yeah. bit about yourself. I mean, I'm Jonah. I guess I technically have a YouTube channel. Haven't posted too much to it yet. I'm kind of new to the scene. I know you've been around for like eight years now. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Been around for almost too long. You could call me a veteran. Yeah, YouTube veteran. And you make primarily, I think, cosplay, Spider-Man related content, fan films. Yeah, I have. I, I did also start a new review series called Raunchy Reviews, going over the raunchiest stuff in media. I'm joking. We really just review movies. We just reviewed all the Pirates of the Caribbean. So, <laughs> but um, let's let's get into this first episode. Uh, I know we wanted, we definitely, uh, we both read uh, Chainsaw Man, the first three volumes. So Yeah, I actually, I finished the manga where it is right now i'm on i think volume 11 is where it ends so i mean i know everything that's about to happen you're a little bit more fresh to it what do you think is going to happen um i honestly i have no idea what's going to go on throughout this series just because it's honestly just like something completely new like i mean it does take like i guess aspects that you would kind of see in anime like i guess demons and devils and like all that are kind of just used throughout but I feel like they're doing something interesting with it as well. And especially with it kind of like having comedic elements too. Yeah, that that's the one thing I don't get because the, the anime is coming out really recently. And I know you and I talked about like the tone of the trailers for it. <laughs> <laughs> they make it look like it's going to be so serious. Like it's like almost like a drama in a way. Right. But you read like one volume of the manga and you're like, this is like, a fucking stupid comedy yeah it, <laughs> this it, is it, a comedy it kind of like it is almost like on one punch man comedy wise yeah. um i i haven't read the manga of one punch one punch man i've really only seen the anime but uh where was i going with that pretty much uh i do think the show's gonna be cool though <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't have any doubt. I mean, I don't think anyone does. I mean, everyone's praising mm -hmm. it because MAPPA, obviously Attack on Titan, the company that, I can't remember what season they switched that with Attack on uh, Titan. It was season four. Season four is when, yeah, they switched over to MAPPA being the animators and everyone just going absolutely freaking nuts over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think my favorite volume though so far is probably volume two. I don't know. That's just where I'm at. I liked seeing him fight that giant man bat thing yeah that that is kind of one thing i don't understand though is have you gotten to the point with all the other devils like have you seen kind of like the weird devil squad that they form um no i don't believe so maybe yeah i might have you'll, I, you'll see, I, I read a yeah, lot <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll see it soon there's like this group that they make of like a devil force in the police that denji's in the one thing i just don't get because it seemed cool at first where they're like oh yeah if you uh 
whatever things that people fear the most are kind of more like tougher or bigger, more scary because, you know, like bat devil, everyone's afraid of bats or, you mm-hmm. know, that's just kind of like a thing like, oh, bats are creepy. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks that they're creepy. So it's fucking massive and scary and huge. But then like there's other devils that you see later on that you'll see where just like it, if people's fears are based off of how intimidating these things are, why is that thing not massive or like just super powerful? Like there's one on his team called, I think it's just the violence devil. (laughs) And it's just like, it's like a comedic relief thing that instead he's like super nice and stuff. Okay. But at the same time, I'm like, how is the violence devil, not the kingpin? You know what I mean? Yeah. That is weird. I mean, I, they did just start going over the gun devil as well. And like, I remember there was like a panel or something there. I was like, are they referring to 9-11? I was like... I I think that it's inspired a little bit by like post 9-11 paranoia is kind of where it came from as far as like in the fictional world, you know, because I'm trying to remember, did they say the exact year when it shows up? Yeah, I think they do. I think... I don't remember what year. If it's it two thousand one or somewhere around that, I could see it being like a yeah, nine eleven happened, and then the fear of I don't want to say because like obviously nine eleven didn't have anything to do with like just specifically guns, but you mm-hmm. know what I mean, just like terrorism and stuff like that, yeah. and then it spawns the paranormal, pa- paranormal, <laughs> the paranoia of like guns and stuff like that, and just like violence and terrorism and stuff. So then the gun devil is born, and right. it is just this absolutely massive uncontrollable monster Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm definitely interesting to see where the story goes i've really i I have really no clue where this story is gonna go but uh i'm i think the uh the writing's pretty solid so far on it and as well as the illustrations are pretty damn cool (laughs) yeah it's a super like it's kind of weird to say because it's like almost a janky looking art style. It, it's a little jank. It's it's jank, but it's intentional and it looks mm-hmm. good. And I recently looked up more uh, manga that the original writer made. And it seems like he has a real theme for let's make something superhero themed, but with a weird spin. Mm-hmm. Because the other manga I recommended to you, Fire Punch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, the names for his stuff could really use some work. Yeah. But at the same time, like it, it does work. Mm-hmm. Like Fire Punch is weird apocalyptic universe. I think the world's like been snowed over or just like frozen over, and the people who are surviving are mutants. The guy can heal someone. I think it was, yeah, someone who has fire powers decides to make him catch on fire. And the exception is that his ability doesn't let anything stop burning until it's, like, fully burnt out. So, like, his fire won't extinguish until it fully fully burns, whatever it's burning. But he's a healer, so he can't stop healing. So now he is just stuck being on fire and healing forever. Oh, God, what a dilemma. And then it's a revenge story. So he's just going about this apocalyptic world on fire, beating the shit out of people. So we're pretty much watching just the human torch go through, like, uh, the Ice Age. It's like a messed up, yeah, it's Ice Age with the human torch. Only if, like, the human torch just in constant pain. (laughs) I, I feel like he should be in constant pain, honestly. Human torch has to be. If not, I mean. But we're getting a little bit off track. Um... I do know I did I didn't want to throw this up if we're kind of uh if you want to steer away a little do you want to do you have anything else to say about Chainsaw Man I guess before um, we move on Chainsaw Man what do you got for us 
Uh, I mean, the one thing that just, go, just pops up in my head right now is I did see some badass cosplays being made of Chainsaw Man. I'm like, damn. Like, people are making these giant-ass foam things to pop into their arms. Yeah, I, it, it is pretty intense right now. I see a lot of Makima ones, too. Yeah, a lot of the you haven't seen it yet. I think it's in the somewhere in the later volumes where she's like out on a beach and stuff like that, and people keep re re uh, creating that scene okay. with her in cosplay. That looks really dope. sick. That's gonna be interesting to see. But I did want to talk about Black Adam. <laughs> uh, yes, another one of DC's great additions. Listen, I think they have some really cool characters in the movie. But, like, I don't know why they're making it. It just seems so generic. It really does. When you watch it, it feels like you're watching a... I know it's a meme right now, but kind of like a mid-2000s Transformers movie type mm-hmm. vibe. Some about... It, it could just be, like, the color grade and stuff like that, too. It's kind of like the vibe and look it has. But, I mean, the trailer, too. It really looks like some, like, closer to, like, early 2010 type action flick like i feel like if i could give like a whole rundown of the movie i feel like we're gonna get a little bit of an origin in the beginning he's gonna be tortured by it throughout and then just have like a weird ass anger problem and either by the end he's gonna be the villain or the hero which i think it'd be cool just to see him be a villain throughout but yeah and now they officially showed there is an actual other villain which like why right (laughs) like he already kind of is being portrayed as a villain because now they have like what is it? The Justice Society of America again? Like, mm-hmm. what a great idea, DC, <laughs> to make another movie where we're going to introduce an entirely new team with no backstory. We're like, don't worry, hold my beer. Yeah, don't we worry. This. this this time it'll work. This time it'll work. God damn it! <laughs> because Suicide Squad because, worked yeah. so well. The first one, yeah, definitely. My favorite character was Slipknot. Dude, I loved him at first. At first, when. Uh, all right, a little bit off track, but Suicide Squad, the first when it first came out, some people were saying Slipknot. I was like, no way. The band Slipknot is going to oh be in this gosh. in this movie. I'm so excited. And no, it was just some guy they called it was Slipknot some from guy the comics. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I looked up his wiki before the movie came out, and his only ability description is Master of Rope. Master of Rope. That's great. So you can tie like a really cool, like the monkey's fist, you know? I don't know what that power would give you. Like, I mean, like I guess, like, I guess like a lasso or something. That's okay. about it. If, if, if I were to put it in like really cool terms, he should pretty much have ODM gear from Attack on Titan. Then right? The only thing he does, he, the only thing he even does in the movie is he, like, grapples to the top of a building once, and that's not even technically rope. <laughs> it, no, and it was so slow, too. Like, they could have <laughs> just bang, 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 bang. Like, he was not going to get out of there alive. No, you just tried to grapple away real quick and died. And it was hilarious for the, the advertising for that movie. You notice how, like, they had, like, a ton of mini ads and promos mm-hmm. for all the different characters, and the Slipknot one just kept repeating the same, like, two seconds of footage every single ad he had <laughs> because that's <laughs> the only screen time he had. Even in the <laughs> intro for the movie, when they're doing, like... You know, they have, like, the animation on screen. They're, like, dead shot with, like, bullets dropping mm. down from his title. And then Harley Quinn. And then they just don't do that for <laughs> Slipknot. He just shows up randomly in, like, a body bag they dragged him in. And they're, like, this is Slipknot, guys. Wait, no, no, no. Um, The Australia book came in a body bag. Oh, yeah, no. But 
Yeah, they dragged Slipknot out in like a car and they had them all like detained. Right, like, oh, this guy's a menace. <laughs> Stay away <laughs> from this guy. He punched a woman when he came in. <laughs> now you really know you don't like him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I um but back but back, uh, back on to Black Adam though. Um I don't think it, it's probably gonna be that bad of a movie though. And if anything, it'll probably just be generic at best. It's gonna be just either mildly bad or mildly mid. That's how I feel like mm-hmm. it's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could say there was like god tier movies coming out of DC, but there really isn't, and that's sad to say. I mean, it could be worse. Remember the time somewhere after like somewhere between 2015 and 2020 where DC and Warner Brothers just decided, let's just announce like a trillion DC movies that aren't going to happen. Like remember like Blue Beetle and Booster Gold and Nightwing? Yeah, I I mean, I I really wanted to see Nightwing. Actually, they are doing Blue Beetle. They have announced They finally that. are doing that in TV show form. That's with, TV show? It's TV show. <sighs> I, I thought it was going to be a movie. I think it's TV show and it's also New 52. The the original idea was the old school Blue Beetle with Booster Gold because you know back mm-hmm. in the older DC comics they're like buddy buddies. So, yeah. but now they're doing like the new 52 version where he has like these weird abilities and he's uh, like the younger Hispanic version mm-hmm. of him. Cause the original one's just like a dude who the scarab, I guess that gives him his powers. I don't even know what powers it gives him in the original because he's just like Batman with like a tool belt, but he <laughs> doesn't have like the martial arts skill or anything edgy going on. He just dresses like a blue beetle and has tools. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, the only things I really remember about Blue Beetle is from Batman, the Brave and the Bold, and then um, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract, that weird DC movie that came out. I thought it was pretty good, and I think they characterized him pretty good in that movie. Um, But definitely, yeah, he's really just kind of that, kind of a generic Batman type. The original Blue Beetle, like the new one... uh from new 52 he's pretty cool i mean he has I, I like, like he has actual like uh superpowers and his character ability, yeah character <laughs> he's actually like not just like original blue beetle like I said it just feels like they just took batman but they made him not edgy instead they just made him a goofy guy who still has a bunch of weird and wacky tools but he's just a nerd <laughs> <laughs> which i mean i i don't i do you know like anything that's like what story they're doing for the blue beetle or anything I don't even know what villains Blue Beetle has. Truthfully. I mean, I don't think that they make New 52 comics for him anymore. I have, like, issue zero of it, and I read it a little bit. Like, I continued on with it a little bit, but after a while, I'm like, this feels like it's going nowhere. And then I think after a while, they're just like, yeah, we're just done making solo runs for him. Oh, well. He's kind of like that Martian Manhunter level where it's like, yeah, he's a cool oh, character, yeah. but when do you ever see a Martian Manhunter comic? Yeah, like, I, well, there's just not much you can do with him. I mean, you can, but they just don't... It's not marketable, really. Yeah. It's not Batman or Superman. Yeah, you just can't market it like Batman or Superman or something. Yeah, which kind of sucks, but, I mean, that's just how comics have been now, so... I can't even get into comics anymore. I just... I've only been reading manga. Manga just feels so much better. Because it actually feels like it's going somewhere and has a definitive beginning and end. Like, Mm -hmm. comic books are just... A constant like decades worth of just resurrecting characters with no stakes mm-hmm. and it's just like how do you even keep up with this yeah and i mean that's why they kept that and that's why they're now keep rebooting the universes and why they had the new 52 from the dc and then dc rebirth and now i think we have like all new 
Hawkeye, Spider-Man, or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but I have no clue. <laughs> all new, all different, I think, is what they called that. The run. Where they kind of, like... They, like, retold origin stories. But the only one I know of is Spider-Man's. And I forget what they even did. But they just retold it. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and now he's, like... That's where he got, like, that crazy glow-up Spider-Man suit. Oh, yeah. I think so, I've seen that. I mean... I, I do wish that they would, like, at least just, like, keep it on, like, like a, like, a single story path instead of, like, just trying to expand it into all this, like, all right, let's do a bunch of these crossovers and whatnot. But, yeah, that's just me. Uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of Marvel news, like you said, I don't think you've seen Thor Love and Thunder from what we previously discussed before. Uh, no, starting but... <laughs> recording but what i wanted to tell you was that there's a scene i don't know if you've seen it on social media where i guess sort of spoilery like spoiler alert in a way it's not like pivotal to the story but um essentially in thor love and thunder there's a scene where th- they just randomly shoehorn this in heimdall had a son apparently and he commun you know, he does like that psychic communication thing and Heimdall can see everyone. Yeah. Heimdall's son needs to warn Thor about something. So this weird like uh I wanna say holographic or like it's almost they're trying to make it look like a hologram of like Heimdall's son that's like just appears out of thin air and he's like, Thor, I need your help. But it looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it is so atrocious. Like it is like really like I really don't want to be that guy that, you know, when everyone's like, oh, CG bad and every movie that comes out that's a blockbuster, but it is just glaringly bad. Like, you can't not, like, look at it and instantly be like, what the hell is that? And the reason I bring this up, because there's more to this, is that it, Thor Love and Thunder has now come to Disney+. Plus, and they claimed, hey, we fixed the CG in that scene, and it is so much worse. <laughs> It is so much worse. They didn't fix it at all. Do, do, it looks do you horrible. Have a visual reference for me. Have, I'm sorry for people just listening. No, just nah. look, please just look it up. But here, no, nah, you just get to listen to my uh, audio reaction. Oh, oh my, oh my! It's left to right. The right's the fix. <laughs> that is just ridiculously. What? First off, why would you do that? Why? Why? Why is that your Taika Waititi? What? What was your thinking behind that, man? Like, is that a thing that Heimdall can do? They did a little bit in Ragnarok because remember, there's a scene in Ragnarok where like Heimdall's been missing and he communicates with Thor or something, and they talk to each other from a dist- like a distance. But. Okay, I but I mean that's legitly like I don't think could Thor could they see Thor? Like uh, the people that Heimdall was with? No, it's only So the, the, it's pretty much just like visually showing that he's he's seeing what they're seeing. So generally he's not actually there. No, I, I guess not. But I, it's still... I like that a little bit better though because it kind of makes you think, all right, he's just viewing through his eyes, but it's like he's actually there. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just bad. It's, so... it's it's kind of the talk right now. Not to be like the let's trash Marvel shit, like the She-Hulk stuff. Like, I'm not going to go into that. It's like, I really hate when people post uh, the comparisons of like, this is what CG looked like in 20... 20th... When did Avatar come out? 
2013 or 20, something 2012 maybe? 2012 i think and they're like this is what cg used to look like in 2012 and this is it now and then it's a shitty image of she hulk from her series and it's just like <laughs> that's also an absurdly different budget margin that you're comparing there yeah. it doesn't matter how much better cg's got it's a tv show compared to an absurdly large blockbuster movie yeah see and i i kind of wish they kind of just got a big person and just tint them green like you want to Lou Ferrigno with a I kind of wish I kind of wish they went that route a little bit with her because I feel like well okay yeah we've seen the character of She-Hulk be like super massive Hulk size but even so she's kind of more of like just like a six foot seven foot tall strong person you know I guess yeah I mean she's not like absurdly tall she's not like as massive as Bruce or yeah. any of the other Hulk characters really so and and I mean I I don't know. I don't think the CGI is that bad because, listen, you're also taking motion capture data and, like, j- just me personally, like, we, we kind of know a little yeah, bit behind yeah, the we, scenes we of do, movies. Yeah, we do, like, videography stuff in our spare time personally, so we we understand it when we see stuff like that. We're just like, okay, let me break down the circumstances of why this might be shitty. Mm-hmm. But other people, obviously, who don't have that knowledge are just like, ew, that's just shitty. Why is that shitty? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, so, and generally, most of the time, it just comes down to time and budgeting, you know? Yeah, like the the CGI artists, uh, what would you call it, a protest, I guess, that CGI artists now are like, Marvel's crunch times are like, killing us mentally, we need to stop. Yeah, I, I've heard that, mo- like, wasn't like some of them just like, would be posted up at their desks, would sleep at their desks, wake up, just start working again? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard that. I've just heard that they've been overworked to like, death with like terrible crunch times and stuff like that and then marvel thought it was a perfect time to announce their next like six movies <laughs> yeah and then that that's definitely gonna make them quit they're gonna be like fuck this <laughs> but like i mean i guess it is their job but they are they do need that time i mean i understand anyone's job but you also need to give someone the proper time to do their mm-hmm. job yeah it's, it's all about that timing yeah okay so the last thing we wanted to kind of go over or kind of just talk about is the Marvel and DC movies that are coming out. So first we're kind of going to go over Marvel movies and just kind of see which ones we are going to think are going to be good or bad. Yeah. So, all right. So the first one coming out at November 8th, uh, 2024 is looks like Fantastic Four. There's a big old four. Wait, when is that? When's that coming out? November 8th, 2024. N- didn't they already announce a bunch of stuff coming out even before that? Is there? Yeah, because don't they have like all those other movies playing? I guess with this the... is just Phase Six. Shit, give me a oh second. Oh my, how many? What have I been missing? Well, like I no, there's Phase Five. Oh my gosh, what phase are we at? No, they they released Phase Five and Six. All right, all right. Let me do this again. All right, so for, so for the beginning of Phase 5, we've got at February 7th, 2023, it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Eh. I mean, sounds okay. I mean, they're going to have Kang in it, they said. Really? Yeah, they've been talking about that for a long time, that I, he's the uh, villain in that. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, just didn't even notice that. And I've also just not really been keeping up on news as much I mean, as I should be. I've heard that a while ago. It's just like Marvel in general. I haven't, 
I haven't been keeping up much after Endgame, to be honest. I mean, I still passively watch it. I just don't really keep up with like the news of it. I just don't yeah. find it that interesting anymore. I'll watch it when it comes right. out, but not like I'm going to follow this like an actual like so super fan. Are they trying to make Kang the next uh, next Thor? Big Thor, not uh, Thor, uh, Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's like the next big level threat. It's gonna probably be a mix of him and Doctor Doom when he shows up eventually. Okay, I'm ready to see Doctor Doom. I think yeah. that'll be cool. I wonder if they'll actually ever get him right because they always. It's kind of. It almost seems like disrespectful in a way because like you'd always hear quotes from Stan Lee, like his favorite villain in all of Marvel is Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. and they never accurately do Doctor Doom right. ever. They always like, completely from the ground up just change his backstory for every live action mm-hmm. thing they do. I, yeah, I I don't know. I really hope they do just like... Just do Latvia or whatever it's called. No, it's got, mm-hmm. not Latvia. Oh, my gosh. That's Latveria? A, <laughs> Latveria. Latvia is an actual place. <laughs> Latveria is the fictional one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The next one Latvia's is... not real. <laughs> next one is Secret Invasion. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious if that's okay. going to... Wait, you, you read off Secret Invasion before the Kang Dynasty one. What list do you have? I'm a, well, what do you mean? I read I read I read off Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania and yeah. then Secret Invasion after that. That's not that. the order it goes in, I don't think. Yeah, that's what the, that's what I got here. What the hell? That doesn't look right. That just looks like all the like names, but they're not in the chronological order they showed them. Well, in. it looks like February, spring, May, really? summer, summer, July, November. They're I mean, doing this... Secret Wars before all those other ones. I guess it says spring twenty twenty three. So, well, I'm just gonna let you roll with it. I'll stop questioning it. <laughs> Maybe, hey, if I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong. But uh... I mean, I don't know if you're wrong. It's just I have. I was just finding it suspicious. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Secret Evasion, uh, I always, I, I really liked the, um, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes when they did the Secret Evasion storyline. That's kind of the best, uh, knowledge I have of it is from that show. So, um, if they go anywhere, anyway in that route, I think it's going to be cool, but, uh, I really hope we actually get to see some evil scrolls then because we've only seen good ones. In the Marvel Universe so far. And after that, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Yeah, I've seen some leaked stuff of that, of like little baby rocket raccoon and stuff like that. I'm I'm most curious to see if what's-his-name from uh, Where the Millers and, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff as of recently. I know everyone always comes back to Where the Millers because that's where uh, he kind of first started getting big. That... Maze Runner, Bandersnatch, mm. Midsommar, yeah, like that, yeah. that actor. I cannot think of his name for the life of me, but... There's so many people who are already trashing, trashing him, saying like <laughs> he would look so stupid as Adam Warlock. And being real, that's kind of my first instinct too. For by all means, prove me wrong. I want to see it and be like, okay, I was wrong. But my brain still just can't see it, so I need to see it. Yeah, I, I mean, you can work out as much as you can, but I think it's his face. Like he kind of has like that little bit of like a boyish chub face. When you think of like, I feel like, I'd imagine. He'd be more chiseled, you know, like just more chiseled features. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just I need to see it because my brain sure as hell can't yeah. imagine it. I, I'm sure once they get them all in makeup and shit, he'll look pretty cool. Yeah. Eh, what is Echo? Because that's the next thing. You didn't watch Hawkeye, did you? No, I did not. Because <laughs> she shows up in Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, is that his daughter? 
It's no, not Hawkeye's daughter. It's Kingpin's daughter. Okay. Adopted daughter in the comics in the uh, MCU, I guess, officially. She is Kingpin's niece that she kind of treats him like a father figure. That's not as cool, but I guess all right. I think they did that because I think officially the Netflix Daredevil Kingpin and Daredevil are canon now, and that wasn't an established thing in Daredevil, so they just couldn't randomly shoehorn that in and act like it was natural. Yeah. So it was more like it's kingpin's daughter or not daughter it's kingpin's i guess adopted niece in a way that just treats him like a father figure okay i mean i guess that'll work um i don't know how interesting that'll be i guess it'll be cool to see vincent d'onofrio again i don't understand what they're gonna do to make her that interesting because her whole thing is she's just a martial artist and then there's a it's not to like superhuman level but there is like the fact that i believe she's deaf and she has an amputated leg so they're kind of going for the market of like, yeah, like deaf superhero. Cool. You know what I mean? Like an what amputee kind of, superhero. What kind of powers does she have? She's just a martial artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just a hero then. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's just a hero. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, get I, I, I get the appeal. I get mm-hmm. why, you, you know, they have a superhero for every group now to just kind of be like, yeah, anyone could be a hero. It's like Daredevil, mm-hmm. blind superhero. Blind people can be superheroes. Not apparently if you live in the boys universe, though. <laughs> if you've ever seen that. <laughs> I have not, but I, I think I, I get I think I get the reference. <laughs> all right, I'll show uh, you the clip later. All right, uh, Loki season two. Do you think that's gonna be anything? I didn't want to like Loki because I'm so sick of the oversaturation of Loki in Marvel movies. Yeah, but I really enjoyed Loki, and honestly, so far it's been the best like Disney Plus Marvel show so far. And I really didn't want to admit that, but it <laughs> is. Um, I, I I don't know. I think it'll probably be pretty cool. I started watching the first couple episodes and just, I guess, forgot to continue watching it. Uh, there is one thing that drives me crazy in it, though, when someone brought it up. Because you've watched a couple episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they go to the TVA, mm-hmm. the whole thing there is um, magic doesn't work here. Stuff like that just doesn't work here. Yeah. But if that's true, he should go back to being a frost giant when he's at the TVA. <laughs> Because him looking like an Asgardian, a human form, is magic. I guess, yeah, But they right. just didn't feel like doing that. Yeah, that is something that they kind of just glossed over. That would have been really cool to see. That would have been really cool attention to detail, but they're, they're probably just thinking, we have too many scenes at the TVA, we don't want to keep making him blue because it's not charming like a Loki that everyone's used to seeing. Yeah. Eh. Marketing reasons always triumph over continuity. Yeah, just like when you have to constantly show the heroes face and never wearing a mask that always drives me crazy yeah. i can't stand that especially like going all the way back to talking about suicide squad oh I my could, god i couldn't stand that will smith was constantly taking his mask off he wears it for like less than a minute throughout the entire right? movie he looks badass in the mask he every does. time he puts it on and then you just hear uh harley quinn go pussy for what he looks what? badass yeah for what putting a mask on because <laughs> he ain't want to get cut up I mean, that's what I do. And then they go back to like the little reticle just on his face, which mm-hmm. I, I guess you could do that, but it's it's lame. It's, it's really lame. Yeah, it's it's not the same. And it, it's like uh, in all the Captain America movies too, where he conveniently always loses his helmet like two seconds into the fight, mm-hmm. and then he's just always no mask. Right. I, I don't know. I always liked him with his hel- with his helmet thing on. So I can't remember uh, who said that. It's probably like Willem Dafoe or something like that, where. 
I, I admired the the quote or something where they're interviewing him for Spider-Man No Way Home, and he was saying something about, like, yeah, the costumes, they suck. They're super uncomfortable, but that's what we have to suffer through as the actors. We have to, get like, get over it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's And not to be a dick, but, like, it's part of your job. Yeah. That's just kind I of mean, what you got to deal with. Unless you're in, like, I understand to the point where if it's something like, say you're wearing a like an outfit and like something's actually like choking you or actually giving you actual physical harm in danger, but not just like this suit is a little tight <laughs> or like, I know it sounds like a super over exaggeration of like being wimpy, yeah. but you know, like, or like the actors, like I find it really difficult to act with this mask on. You're playing Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're going to wear a mask. Like we gave you the emoting eyes for a reason. Yeah. All right, uh, but anyways, uh, Loki season two will probably be pretty cool. Um, miss the miss the uh, ah, the Marvels. No, I don't know. What is that going to be? Captain I, Marvel and Ms. Marvel. It's Captain Marvel. I'm totally blanking on her name. Uh, Monica Rambo, I think, is her name. It's either that was either her or her, her daughter from WandaVision. She okay. gets powers yep, in that, yep. and then Miss Marvel, which. I think that is that got really lo- low ratings. I think like that got really low ratings. I don't even know. Like, dude, I'm gonna be honest. It looked like like a fan film. I was like, <laughs> this looks like it was kind of like not color graded the best, and everything just kind of looked ugly. It's not color graded. I don't know. But there like... was just something about it that that gave it like a real cheap feel to me. And I hate to do that, but I just. It, it just kind of turned me off to the movie. What gets me that I'm getting really sick of with all these like uh, superhero spinoffs for TV shows, it started with Netflix when the original like lineup of Netflix heroes uh, came out, like Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And it was cool at the beginning where they hype up the iconic suit to be at the finale. That worked really well with Daredevil. Mm, yeah. But now they do it for literally everything, and it is so annoying like just show me their their costume, like Miss Marvel. I didn't care about watching like eight episodes of just like Kamala Khan walking around without her suit. Like just give me give me the superhero. Like right. make her the superhero. Uh, honestly, that sh- that stuff should be established. I think in the first episode, and they should probably have like a signature suit by the second episode. You know? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Even if it's like a halfway point, but like yeah. there's so many shows where that really just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like Daredevil, especially the original show that did it, I think it did it the best also because even the suit he had before the iconic red one, the suit he was wearing prior to that was still a reference to another Daredevil suit because yeah. he's wearing like a black outfit with like just like a black bandana covering his eyes. And like that's still a suit he wears in the comics, mm-hmm. albeit a low budget suit, but it's still referencing another suit and it is still a suit. Yeah. <laughs> but like all the other Disney Plus or just Marvel shows that are coming out now is just like I don't want to see you walking around in your normal clothes the whole time. Like the whole season, I'm just, I'm just so sick of like a whole season's long worth of origin and then they get their suit and start being superheroes at the very end of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I'm not I I I'm not looking forward to watching it and I probably won't. <laughs> All right, what's next on the list? All right, Blade. Okay, all right. I'm 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 gonna be honest. I'm fucking ready to see some Blade. I've been ready to see some fucking vampires in the Marvel Universe, and I want to see a badass... We already got vampires. We got Morbius. 
Listen, Morbi- Morbius does not <laughs> count, and we know it. You didn't like when he morbed? I was not like it as Morbin time, no. <laughs> but, hey, if they throw Michael Morbius in Blade, that'd be dope. Yeah, did you just see the uh, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? I when not. There was a fake end credit scene for it because a character shows up uh, to do a sort of team up with him at the end. Yeah. And people did a really poor quality edit, but then they made it intentionally look like someone recorded it in the theater to make it look more believable. Yeah. But but they swapped the character out with Michael Morbius. <laughs> it's like, Doctor Strange, we need to talk. And then it pans and it's Michael Morbius. <laughs> I sent uh, that to a friend, and they actually freaked out. Like, are you fucking kidding me? They actually did Morbius. <laughs> that's so great. But yeah, I, I'm definitely... Re- I, I think it'd be cool to... Um, I, I remember one episode of the 90s Spider-Man show with Blade. Yeah. And in that, I think he like he fights like his vampire mom as like a villain. I think that'd be a really cool first villain for him to start out with. Yeah. So. I mean, Blade... I'm looking forward to it, especially because, I mean, I'll give Marvel one thing. Their casting is always like, they always pick someone that you don't expect, but somehow is perfect for it. Right. Like, I remember when Black Panther was coming out, like, a lot of people were saying, um, what's his name? He's a mixed martial artist who also played Spawn back in the 90s. And I'm like, yeah, I could totally see him being Black Panther. That's a great idea. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they're like, Chadwick Boseman. And I'm like, who? And then I'm like, oh, him? Yeah, he's perfect. That's actually mm-hmm. great. Same with like Blade. I'm like, who could play Blade? I don't think anyone really could. And then they said, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. He's from the Green... the Green. I keep wanting to say the Green Mile. I don't know if that's what it's called. but the Green Hornet? No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but no, but they finally showed who's going to be Blade. I'm like, oh, that's actually perfect. Mm-hmm. He'd kill that. Honestly. The, what's the only concern to me and most other people though is I don't want Blade to be family humor. Yeah, that's. I really hope they go into like kind of the edginess of fucking Blade. Yeah. Because I think, kind of going into like maybe that R-rated route of like, like Ryan Reynolds uh, of of Ryan Reynolds or um, Hugh Ackman. Well, I just meant because Ryan Reynolds was in Blade Three. You don't oh. remember that? Oh shit! Yeah, Blade Trinity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! I dated a girl. I dated a girl who was named after that movie. Trinity? Trinity. <laughs> Wait, she, her parents named her after that movie? Wait, are you serious? That's, a, that's, <laughs> I am, that's I, an actual thing? Wait, listen, I could not be more I th- serious. I thought you were just making a stupid pun because her name was Trinity, but that's actually all night. Yeah, messed up, right? <laughs> it's kind of mean. Oh, it's, no. it's, a nice, it's, a, it's a nice name. Oh, but, no. Like, once you know the story behind it. No, dude, that's like that's like uh when your parents name you after like a shitty porn star, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> uh but anyways, next thing uh is Ironheart. I I I don't know. It's it's honestly I just it doesn't seem interesting. It seems like if you're gonna have a next gen Iron Man, I get that What's her name? Riri Williams, I think her name is. I guess in the comics, yeah, she's the new Iron Man. But do her, do Tony's daughter. I thought like, that's... Just like wait a few years and do Tony's daughter as like a preteen or teenager. That'd yeah. be cooler, I think. Honestly, and if you wanted to, you could definitely go then like the um, Iron Man Armored Adventures route. Yeah. You know, where Tony Stark was actually like a high schooler being Iron Man, which makes him more Spider-Man at that point. Yeah. But, you know... 
I think it, it would more so work in the regard of his daughter then. Yeah, I so. just I don't see any hype for it. And I think she's doing the crossover with Rhodey in like Armor Wars. I don't even really know what Armor Wars is. All I know is it's like a bunch of robotic themed characters with Rhodes as the the lead, I guess. Because yeah. I think White Vision's gonna show up. Ruby Williams, Ironheart's gonna show up. I'm trying to remember. I think they're actually bringing back Justin Hammer. It's actually kind of interesting. Okay. But other than that, it's like, I don't, like, what's the plot, though? Yeah, yeah. That's, I do remember hearing something, like, um, it was going to be, like, uh, Rhodey's taking care of, like, all of Tony Stark's mistakes they pretty much left behind after yeah. he died. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense, because then, you know, Vision would kind of be part of that, and and whatnot, but um, I I also don't think uh, it it could be interesting. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird they're they're doing an Iron Man show without Iron Man. Yeah, but, I guess. But we don't need more Tony. We don't need to beat that dead horse like Loki. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. Anyways. Oh God. Uh. Ugh. Agatha. Co- oh, never. Never mind. Coven of Chaos. Oh, wasn't oh, it called God. House of Harkness at first? Maybe. Uh, maybe I think they is... changed it then. Maybe they changed it. I don't think There's... that sounds better. I, th- I, you know, I said that Ironheart was probably my least interested one. I changed my mind. I forgot about the Agatha show that they're talking um, about. Because, like, yeah. who cares? She wasn't in. She wasn't that interesting in WandaVision. They hyped it up like... Everyone thought that Agatha was just like working for Mephisto or something, and then the plot twist was not that interesting at all. It was mm-hmm. just Agatha's evil. No duh. Yeah. Well, no shit. Cool. Yeah. But cool. She's just a that's generic not a witch. Good twist. She's just a generic witch. Yeah. She I, got the dark hold. Ooh, cool. But like. Yeah. Th- this is actually one of the Disney Plus shows that I actually finished, and I was like just disappointed, kind of a little bit by the end. The hype for it made it so much bigger than the show's quality actually was yeah i think the first couple episodes are the best just because it keeps you wondering what the fuck is going on in this show and i thought that was interesting yeah but, but then also like the quicksilver thing it was just more of a cute reference right. not like actually something interesting his name mm-hmm. was boner right it was legitly just a boner it was a boner joke, joke. <laughs> like come on guys all right um I don't know. I, I I think I'm also excited for uh, Daredevil in spring 2024. What is it called? Born Again. Born? Based off of the story Born Again, I think. Which they already did, I think, in season three. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to salvage of Daredevil for him being in the MCU, though, because I don't think that they're salvaging all the characters. I think it's Punisher... Jessica Jones, maybe, and Daredevil, which are the the three most popular characters, which good. But once you get past season two of Daredevil, you're starting to fuse into the other character spinoffs in the way that the Avengers movies tie into each other. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll keep season three or if they'll make anything that he did with the other characters canon other than Punisher and Jessica Jones. I, I, I really hope they do, do uh, canonize season three because... I think it'd be really cool for them to bring back Bullseye. Yeah, I don't want them to ruin that potential either because he was great. But at the same time, like 
once season three comes around in Daredevil, there's like the references to, I think, Defenders and all that, Mm -hmm. which was really, really bad. Like I watched it and I'm like, I didn't think that it was going to be bad watching it originally. I just thought I'm going to be able to just turn my brain off to this and it's going to be okay. It was really bad. It was was really bad. Oh God. It was, it, 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 it was slow in all the wrong places that made it even slower in parts. The only parts that I felt were actually interesting was the stuff with Daredevil. Yeah. And yeah. And you didn't need to make it Defenders and you could have just made it a Daredevil season. Right. Because it's all about the hand, which is primarily Daredevil. Uh, yeah. But I hope, I hope they do something cool with Daredevil. Yeah. I'm um, glad that they finally, I think it was a girl who plays, what's her name? Not Paige. She's like the nurse in every single Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said in some interview, I think whether it was accident or not, people always obsess over that, whether or not they intentionally say it. But she was like, I'm so excited that they're bringing Punisher back. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you say this now? But yeah, I think that is going to be really cool. Uh, last thing, I think... Uh, I haven't seen She-Hulk, but I did see uh, Daredevil's costume in the trailer. Yeah, which I thought looked really cool—the gold accents they gave it. I like how they brought the original look back into yeah. it. I don't know what the context is, why he decides he wants to rock yellow out of nowhere, but I mean, they're making it work. He's it looks like, good from what I've seen. Uh, honestly, I think it looks freaking solid. I, what I think, maybe, and I don't know, maybe he's just trying to differentiate from what this Daredevil suit was in the season three because yeah in that one that suit was kind of like denounced by him yeah that's that's true also i thought it would have been more interesting post endgame if they would have i feel like that would have been the opportunity to introduce a way more heroes because there was a five-year gap of tons of heroes missing so street level heroes might have had to step up and become more well known in the public eye so that would have been a good way to introduce like netflix heroes mm. and stuff but instead they're just like no, we we just we're just gonna toss most of them. We don't really care about the TV show stuff, right. and it's just like okay. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna throw these two out just uh just because I don't think they're too interesting. Uh, Captain America: The New World Order. I don't know if that's gonna be that's interesting. That's the one with Sam Wilson, uh, okay. Captain Falcon. I guess if yep. you want to call him that. Okay, Captain Falcon. I mean, it could be interesting, but I also didn't want to watch Captain America or uh, uh, Falcon Bucky, and the Winter yeah. Soldier, so. It was, I don't know. It was all right. It completely fell apart, though, because they, they blatantly said we didn't have time to film a lot of stuff because of COVID. So mm. they just cut out like one of the main villains' whole motivation, and it was just really generic. They made it really generic, and it's like, yeah, I, I 100% see what you're talking about. She mm-hmm. just like They just gutted her character for the sake of time because of COVID restrictions. Yeah, damn COVID. Hey, that's what it'd be doing right now. I don't think we're supposed to say COVID. No. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? We'll we'll figure it out. Um, but the last thing on the list is Thunderbolts. No clue what don't, to think about. Don't it. know what they're gonna do with it just because the guy who plays Ross just died. <laughs> that they should just cut that movie right now. I say cut their losses on it because I, what are you gonna do there? I still want to see Red Hulk though. I want them to. I don't even care if it's I shoehorned. Think, I think they could just not even recast. I think they could just make a new character, Red Hulk. I was thinking and just make, make it, it more like, interesting. Just like Ross had a son or a successor. Yeah. Or some people brought up. I don't know if it'd be the way to do it, but some people were saying just do this, where they're like, make Red Hulk cast it as someone else, do the mocap as someone else. And just make it so that Red Hulk doesn't turn into a human. Yeah. That he just doesn't turn back into a human. So he's just never going to turn back into Ross. 
and that's just like a plot point now. Red Hulk is just always going to have to be Red Hulk now because we don't because <laughs> he's obviously <laughs> not alive anymore. But I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, 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 I don't I don't know if it crosses the line yet, but. I mean, if they do do it for long enough, I think it's kind of like, all right, guys. It'd be kind of glaring of an issue, you know what yeah. I mean? Because then you're, like, really restricted. Like, we can never have him go back to being Ross. And if you do, you'd have to get, like, the consent from his family to do, like, let's CGI your dead relative. And right. that's always a really touchy subject with some people. Oh, yeah. And especially if they, like, don't have... I, I would expect them not to have the mocap data of no, him. No, I don't think... I mean, so. well, He's never done any mocap exactly. stuff. That's why I'm like, yeah. I don't, oh, I don't know about that, yeah. And, like, trying to do any sort of, like, facial recreation and CGI difficult. is difficult. So, I don't know. I, I I think it'd be smart for them to at least hold off on Thunderbolts until they can introduce well, something else. apparently but, they're making it a plot point to say that, did you hear about this, that Yelena's going to be the leader. Yel- Yelena? Yeah. Who? From Black Widow. The blonde chick? Yeah. Oh, Florence Pugh? Yeah. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Just because it's just, she's not Thunder. She's not Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Like, the whole point is oh, it's, na- it's named after the leader, mm-hmm. which is Thunderbolt Ross. Why is it <laughs> led by someone else? I don't know. I just I, don't get it. I think that's some, that's some real bull, honestly. But, I mean, I... Do you think they just didn't have anything to do with their character? They're like, fuck. Yeah, or I mean, they could just be pushing for, like, female lead. You know what I mean? Yeah, they probably are. That's probably more so what they're doing. Yeah. All right, well, um, all right, that's all of Phase 5. And honestly, I think we've talked a lot. Um, We could, we could probably go over Phase 6 next time and then go over yeah, DC I mean, movies after that if you want to do that. Yeah, I mean, potentially. Or if you want to just... Ed- Ended at Marvel there. We've talked quite a bit about yeah. Marvel for this first one. I knew it was going to happen, whether it was episode one, episode two, or right. whenever. There was going to be like time to talk about all the Marvel stuff coming out. That's just mm-hmm. kind of like huge in pop culture. It's a little bit inevitable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stuff going on with Chainsaw Man. Marvel's obviously has, hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there in yeah. the public eye very glaringly. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about before wrapping. Yeah, no, I think... I think we're pretty much done here. So, um, yeah, if you guys like this, uh, Mish, what what do you guys do? We like on Spotify. What do we do? <laughs> I mean, right now, I know we're definitely gonna be on YouTube, probably YouTube and Spotify. So yeah, go check us out there. So yeah, we're gonna be on there and uh, uh, possibly on YouTube. Maybe we'll have some animations with our audio once we yeah, and a little if, fun little animation. Yeah, for something to watch. I've been I've been trying it out on my own mm, yeah. for raunchy reviews. So cool. Um, yeah, but uh, again, I'm Bryce Journey and this is Jonah. Uh, I'm gonna and- I'm gonna cut out my last name there. <laughs> I don't. I, I still didn't want to out myself with last name. Oh, okay. You're good. <laughs> My bad. I'll bleep it. Um. Social medias. I mean, if you want to plug, you're just Bryce Cherney on YouTube. I post gaming stuff and pop culture stuff on YouTube right now. Kind of new to it. I haven't posted it in a while, but now that we're starting up the podcast, I'm probably gonna start up. Yeah. That. Thinking about making a Twitch, but right now on YouTube, I'm just Joe Scope. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I also on Instagram, I am the pro, the underscore professor two three one. Go check us out, guys. Yeah, go check out our work. Yeah, 
Uh, we're done here. Yeah. You guys have a nice day. See ya.